This is why you love the beach. It is your happy place. Nothing can go wrong here. Hey, this is Perry from Travoltas. You're listening to The Dummy Room. What's up, everybody? Hope you are all doing good. Uh, this is Dummy Room number 130. Shit has been uh, off the charts, busy for me lately. Work work is nuts. Work can get fucked sideways. Uh, life in general, the pandemic, it's it can all get fucked. Uh, my attitude sucks tonight. Uh, I have... I do have some awesome Hey Pizza news coming soon. Uh, really excited about that. And, of course, the Zoonoids LP is running a little behind. I will keep everybody posted on that as best I can. I'm super excited for uh, this week's guest. I am I'm joined by Craig from the Remingtons and Batfoot. What's up, dude? Hey, Nate. How's it going? It's going good, other than good. just <laughs> busy life, you know? Yeah, it sounds it. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, me too, man. I, I, you know, we're we're friends now, and uh, always nice to actually talk to you instead of just uh, texting or messaging or whatever. For sure, yeah. Kind of know what you, how excited your wife must feel every day when you come home from work. That's what I've been feeling for the last hour, waiting to speak to you. <laughs> she, she's not waiting around to, to speak to me every day. So, um, uh, so you, you actually took the day off of work to, uh, to hang out with me. Sure did. Yeah, that's awesome, yep. man. Well, yes, work and yeah, get to do this, which is yeah, super exciting and feel privileged. So yeah, happy to. Cool. So I got to ask, man. I, I don't really like talking about this, but um, how is how is everything in Australia, pandemic-wise and shit? It's actually really good compared to most of the other places <laughs> we're hearing of. Yeah. Like uh, like where I am in so the state I'm in is New South Wales, which is where Sydney is, and um, we've had. We've we've had like only a few cases popping up here and there, but Victoria down in Melbourne, so Melbourne, Victoria is where Spazzies and MacPelican come from. That's been locked down hard for the last um, last couple of months, so they haven't even been able to to leave their houses. Damn. Um, for, for, like, so you know, going shopping or something like that yeah, for, yeah. for groceries. Um, but yeah, and they're just I think they're just coming out of it now, like within the last couple of days they're starting to uh, relax them a bit because the numbers have dropped right down but and also at the moment you can't travel between states um, but they're also talking about um, relaxing that as well to let people travel again because people are starting to go crazy however it's nowhere near as bad as a lot of the other places around like Europe and the US of course yeah um, yeah it's pretty bad here do you guys have uh, like uh, mask mandates and shit there um, I think Melbourne I think Victoria, see, the rest of the country really hasn't been impacted hugely in the last couple of months, uh, last month or so, but Melbourne, um, 
they I think they had to wear masks going out. Um, but yeah, we haven't had to, we haven't had to wear them here. Yeah, we we don't have any like at least where I live, we don't have any like you know there's no rules or laws or anything. But most people, you know, if you go to the store, most people there's always that you know one fucking asshole that doesn't have one on. But um, yeah. yeah, for the most part, people have them on, so it's good. But it's it's yeah. fucking bad here, dude. Um, uh, my my a bunch of people in my family, you know, my nephew has it now. My niece who she already had it back in June. She got it again now. So she's oh, out twice. Really? <laughs> yeah. And she's only, uh, she's 16 years old. So she's pretty young too. Um, schools are, schools are still out here. Uh, one of the, one of the, uh, area districts went back uh, actually just, uh, like three days ago and they've already called it off. So, yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah, like, right. what what the fuck were you expecting? You know, everybody knew it was coming, you know, it's like, just stay closed a little bit, you know? Um, so yeah. now they go back to their, their remote learning, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. I've been, uh, I've been around a lot of people, a lot of guys at work have gotten sick. I somehow I, I dodge all these bullets, but I'm usually not in the office these days. So, uh, I just kind of avoid people, which is kind of like my thing anyways. So yeah, well yeah, I didn't say you. I was surprised that you you actually know people that have had it because I, I I think you might be the first person that I know that's actually known someone. Oh really? Who's had it? Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's other people that that do know people, but I've, I haven't heard anyone that's actually known someone that's actually had it. So well, I'm, I hope they're all right there. Oh yeah, I mean, ev- I mean, guys at work. I don't know, maybe. I don't know, maybe 10 people at work have had it and, you know, family members and shit. So well, scary. it's sort of like, I don't know, like, I don't want to be an asshole, but it's sort of like normal. I think, I think a lot of people, a lot of people here know somebody that's had it. So it's, I mean, I know it's a big deal, but I mean, when I hear, I think when it first started, when I heard somebody knew somebody, like people would be like, Hey, I know somebody. And it was always like, you always had questions, you know, like how, how sick were they and shit like that. Now it's like, Oh, that sucks. You know? And, and you move on and just, yeah. Wow. It's just definitely not like that here. Crazy. Like if you knew someone that had it, you'd be like, Whoa, like, but yeah, literally the first person that's told me that they know someone personally. So, wow. Well, that's good, I guess. Right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it just shows how different it is yeah how serious it is and i guess the population difference over there is and in most other countries compared to here yeah so um what else is new dude anything you sent me borat kazakhstan now is a similar place to australia i did what did you watch it? i i watched i watched the beginning i didn't watch the <laughs> whole thing i haven't had time dude i'm so busy all the time but yeah, uh yeah you said fuck f- yeah dude i was I started watching it and it was instantly like, ah, I gotta go to, you know, I gotta go to bed or I gotta, I gotta finish this or that, and I couldn't get into it. But um, definitely something that I was cracking up just the first like five minutes of it, you know. Yeah, there's a, it's it's. I was wondering how he's gonna do it because like everyone knows him now. Yeah. So he's, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he does he, he does it by disguising, you know, Borat now um, disguised as, <laughs> you know, like a, to someone else. So it's it's good. Yeah, I like this show. It's good, good cheap laughs, I guess. So yeah, I haven't <laughs> some funny stuff. I haven't been able to to watch much TV lately, so I'm I'm kind of out of the loop, which is fine because I go in these cycles where I don't watch anything for like a month or two, 
And then all of a sudden there's like, I get back into it and it's like, ah, Netflix has a couple new cool shows and I can just, you know, spend a Friday and Saturday night watching those. And then I'll check out again for a little bit. Yeah. I I haven't been watching too much lately because yeah, I think I finished everything I was watching. I finished and, and now I'm just watching the odd, I was watching reruns of Married with Children. Oh yeah. I love that (laughs) show, dude. It was on on that. Yeah. it's, It's awesome. Like, yeah, just Ed O'Neill, and it's just so, yeah, yeah, so funny. It wouldn't fly. No, I couldn't. These days, they, <laughs> they made it, but um, yeah, it's it's funny to watch, I guess. Yeah, I uh, I went by. We have a channel. Uh, we have uh, what the fuck? Uh, I can't think of what it is, but whatever channel it is, we uh, I went by it the other night, and uh, my my son Eli, who's eleven, he's like he asked something about it, you know, and I'm like, yeah, that's like the greatest show ever, and then he of course says. That means I can't watch it, right? It's exactly what it means, you know. So, you got it. Yep. And then, and then I get the question, which is always fun. He'll say, uh, "Would you let me watch it, or is it mom that won't let me watch it?" I'm like, "You already know that answer, dude." <laughs> you know? Which reminds me, Al, I want sex. So do I, but I see no reason to drag you into it. Uh, let me ask you about the band uh, Going Places. You like? Yep, it's been a long time, but um. Girl Songwriting 101. Absolutely. It's a great album. Yeah, that's, I've got that, and it's very old, right? Must be 15, 16, 17 years old. But yeah, that was. Is it yeah, that I old? Like that a lot. I mean, Total was Total's 14 years old, right? So <laughs> 15 years old. 2002, Girl Songwriting 101. God damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great album, though, right? Yeah, love it. Cut Off Jeans Girl. Is that your favorite? That was, the, that, was a, that was a track on it for me, yeah. Definitely a band that didn't uh, or doesn't get the uh, LUV that it deserves. And I say that because they have a new record coming out, dude. Really? Yeah, out of nowhere. I I actually didn't know they were still going, to be honest. I know they released, um, they had a second album a long time ago, even, I don't know if it was 10 years ago on um, SP in Japan. Yep, Yuki put out uh, Relationship Sneakers. Right, and they got a new one coming out, a... Full length. They've got a full length coming out. It's coming out on Mom's Basement, and it is, uh, it's pretty fantastic, man. Awesome. Does it sound, as you say, you've heard it? Uh, I've heard something. What I've heard, I don't, I don't know if it was, you know, final mixes. I don't know if it was sequenced. I don't know what I heard. I heard a bunch of new songs, and, uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, I mean, they're not, they're not departing their sound. You know, they were they were a band. Also, still nice and poppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still nice and poppy, of course. But they're a band that, um, you know, you can kind of, you know, if you said they were going to be on Lookout, you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Or they're going to be on Mutant Pop, makes sense. You know, Mom's Basement completely makes sense. They fit like yeah. they are pop punk. Yeah, 
yeah, full on pop punk. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you want to check out a new song or what? Oh yeah, for sure. I'd love to. <laughs> John, uh, John from Mom's Basement, of course, was nice enough to send over. Uh, I don't think it's going to be the first single. I think this will be an exclusive track. Uh, you know, until the album comes out. This song's called Across the Room. I saw you there across the room A millisecond attract Eyes were making contact Went by so fast But then I knew You were a possibility I saw you there across the room Another point of contact Moment is in distract Went by so fast But then What do you think man love it it's as you said it's still got that the uh going places real really poppy sound yeah. and got the dual vocals going yeah um this song there i'm excited this yeah. sounds like something and I, I i just can't think of what it is but i mean it sounds like weezer uh kind of pop punk i i hear a big big yeah. weezer influence in there but um i like i like it better than weezer i'm not a big weezer guy you know so oh man but yeah cool band i can't I'm pretty excited, you know, and I was I was kind of uh I was definitely surprised they were still doing stuff. Yeah, I hadn't haven't heard the, the name in, in quite a while. So it's Mum Mum's Basement. Yeah. Do you know is it do you know when? Soon uh, I, I don't know. I believe it's January. It'll be sometime in January. I look forward to that. Yeah, I know John's got um John's got a bunch of stuff coming out, so um I'm pretty sure I got that right, but there's stuff in between now and then, I'm fairly sure, so yeah, maybe I'm wrong, but whatever. You'll hear about it. It's on Mom's Basement, dude. Check it out. Definitely will. Can't wait. So, did you catch uh, T1 Fest from last week? I haven't yet, no. You haven't watched uh, it yet, huh? No, I couldn't. No, I was um, working at the time it was being streamed, so I was unlucky there. Yeah. Um, it was a good time, man. They actually they pulled it off pretty good. I, I, I tell everybody this, and I think I said it on the show last week or the week before, but um, uh, Reduno was good. And T1 Fest was good. And all the other streaming things have been really, like, uh, you know, not 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 that great, you know? People aren't, you know, they're not going for quality, you know? They just want to, they want to play something, they want to play live, and they're just doing it, whether it sounds like shit or not. <clears throat> so, yeah. but these, these, these uh, whoever put 
these together did a really good job. I know who put T1 Fest together, but those guys kind of, uh, you know, I, I think they uh, they got everybody and they just said, you know, they kind of stressed the quality thing. You know, let's do something really special, really good. And uh, they pulled it off, man. And they did it properly. Yeah, it's pretty good. So That's good. It, I hope it, yeah, I hope they, they, they raised it because it was for a good, good cause. So I hope they got what they were aiming for as well. I think it did pretty good. And um, I think they are encouraged to to do some more, to do another. I think they're doing a Christmas thing. Oh, nice, um, dude! Hopefully, definitely catch the next one at least. Yeah, it was exciting. I mean, you could still watch it. I think it's. I think you can watch it again. I mean, it's still up there. Yeah, I did get the, the link, but I just haven't had oh, the time. Yeah. This is my yeah first day off in. Uh, <laughs> I work weekends as well, so it's not ideal for me. So, but uh, same here, dude. But yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, um, but no, um, it was cool because Vapid, Vapid played early, you know, and uh, he actually played right before Zoonoids and Capgun Heroes. So, <laughs> well, that's I, they're two sets I definitely want to see. Um, yeah, I've been listening to the Capgun Heroes EP in the last uh, over the last week, and a friend of mine contacted me two days ago. He goes, "Check, you got to check this out. You'll love it." And it was Zoonoids. <laughs> I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good." <laughs> Yeah, he loves it. So I think it's yeah, it's going to be exciting when that comes. Yeah, so it is. It is running a little late. Um, I, I'd love to say it was some big mix-up at the plant, but it really wasn't. It was kind of on me. But it, it's running a little bit behind, and I, I don't know. It could be an, a week late. It could be two or three weeks late. Um, it's 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 coming shortly, but whatever. It's a. It's, uh, I'm still bummed about that. Anyways, um, yeah, the Capcom Heroes. Uh, that's going to be you know first of the year you know early early next year so i'm excited man yeah so what's what's up with the remingtons dude you're you're still recording you got a new album coming out we are yes we're recording right now so last weekend and uh this weekend coming up we're going up to finish guitars and stuff and um yeah then hopefully it won't be too much longer we'll obviously just do guitars this weekend then we'll finish up some stuff with the the vocals and then go from there but yeah we've recorded i think we've recorded I think it's 12 or 13 songs. We'll probably aim for 10 or 11 on there. Nice. Yeah, it's fun. I, I have. Uh, I, yeah. You sent me some demos, and I heard, yes. I heard those. And I have, I don't know if it's the, the album version, but I have a really good finished uh, final version of a song that, that kicks ass. And uh, I can't wait to hear this when it's all complete. Yeah, so, so that song is on the album, but we've, just to so everything sounds yeah. the same. We've re-recorded it, but it's the same. It, it'll be, you know, ninety-nine percent the same. But yeah, that one's on the album, and yeah, I, I like that one. It's, it's a fun song. So yeah, I'm glad it made the album. And I know, I think it was last night you had said something about how that's there's better songs on the album. So that's got me really excited. Well, that's, yeah, it's my uh, it's just my <laughs> opinion. My <laughs> a bit touch and go sometimes yeah yeah, yeah it's uh i really like it but yeah there's a there's a few other songs on there which uh i don't know maybe it's they're, maybe they're more fun to play but yeah I'll, yeah i'll get them to you anyway so you can nice tell me if i'm right or wrong <laughs> yeah cool so any uh can you guys can you guys uh play shows over there or anything or is everything kind of no right now at the moment i mean all this this week and in the from this week and next week, things are starting to change. But at the moment, there's no shows. But people have been getting around it by having 
um, seated shows, so seated at tables, and you have to be able to eat there. So it's kind of like a restaurant with social distancing. So even the hard-ons did this, and they sold. So, I mean, obviously a lot of these shows are selling out because people want to get out, and um, the hard-ons did it not long ago. Um, they, they put tables in this venue, and they packed it out, and people were sitting there at tables watching the hard-ons. And um, yeah, our drummer, um, Jimmy, he also runs a um, – he, he sets um, – runs a few shows in Sydney and he's every, I think it's the last Thursday of the month, he's got this um, a show that he puts on and it just sells out like immediately um, because people just want to get out. And obviously numbers are, are lower, but yeah, yeah, it's everyone's just itching to get out. But no, no shows at the moment for us, but we've got one in December that's, um, that's we, we're, waiting for it's been pushed back two or three times because of obviously covid uh we lost about seven shows over the last few months but this december one's still confirmed so we're just waiting to see what happens there because the, the band that's uh that we're playing with coming up from melbourne so they're they were in the lockdown so just going to play it by ear but yeah we're ready to go anyway whenever whenever we can we'll play sweet um, we, I, I haven't seen anything, but we got this, uh, so there's a pizza place in town, right? Remember that, remember that place I told you about that has like the 28 inch pizza? Yeah. Yep, yep. So across the street, if I run in there quick and I, I get, I get pizza across the street is another pizza place and they have, um, like between the buildings, they have like an outside kind of sitting area now. And they have like a little stage that they set up and th- there'll always be some, some guy in his acoustic guitar playing, right? And it's yep. like every time I run into this other pizza place, I come out and the guy's playing fucking like a Neil Young song. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, I can't even imagine. That would kill the meal for me. I, I, I can't stand Neil Young and it's it's just so goddamn annoying. Ah, but yeah, so but yeah. that's like that's like kinda like the live music experience here. Some guy playing shitty music while you eat pizza. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, I guess that's what you have to do. I mean, at least the shows here are, it's kind of a workaround. It's kind of a loophole they've found. It's fine. You you can order food. You don't have to, but you can order food. And and, and actually, you have to, so I think Jimmy, the way Jimmy's works is when you buy your ticket in, you get like a drink voucher. So you have to have a drink. Okay. So you have to sit at the table and drink something for this to legally be okay. And they, they are doing the social distancing and all the safety stuff, so they are being responsible about it. But, um, yeah, that's how it's kind of a loophole, how you do it. So it's good, but it's, it's working. And I think it'll, 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 um, yeah, it'll all be over here soon anyway because we're looking all right at the moment. But they've, we were looking all right early in the year and they opened stuff up too early and we went straight back into it even worse than before. Yeah, well, hopefully this shit ends soon because... Yeah. I know everyone's sick of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, people are sick of it, but I, you know, it's just you know, there's there's places, you know, live music venues are really really struggling here. Of course, you know, cuz they haven't been open in yeah, 6, yeah. 7, 8 months whatever it is, and they're not going to be open for, you know, possibly 6, 7, 8 months, I guess. And uh so it sucks. I I think when we come through on the other side of this, uh you know, bands are going to tour again, but they're going to have like nowhere to fucking play and the places that are open are going to be all packed with all the other bands that are playing you know so it's going to be yeah. it's going to be yeah, tough be... on everybody yeah it's definitely interesting yeah so when when this is all done 
Uh, you got one chance. You got one show. Any band you can go see live, who's it going to be? The first band. Uh, Ch- is it Chick Stiggett or what? Hmm. <laughs> if, if, if I could only see, if I could see any one band that's still going right now, oh, this is hard. That's a, that sucks. <laughs> mm. Okay, so if I could see, okay, I'd have to say Huntington's. Oh, yeah? Because, yeah, because I've wanted to see them for absolutely years and I know I'll probably never get to. Um, but um, and I've seen Chick Stiggett a, a few times. Obviously, I love Chick Stiggett. I would see them tomorrow if I could. But yeah, probably if I could pick, I'd say Huntington's. Cool. D Cracks are up there as well because I haven't seen them. But um, yeah. What about you? Um, kind of tough. Um, windowsill. I've never seen. <laughs> I've never seen the windowsill either. But I've never seen D Cracks <laughs> either. So I was actually thinking about that, and I think it would be cool to. Uh, I'm going to cheat here a little bit, but what if I go see D Cracks and Jay from Jagger Holly gets up there and plays a couple too? Yeah. So there you go. So. Or D Cracks open for Jagger Holly. No, nah, it's like D Cracks <laughs> with a little Jagger Holly break in the middle. So um, I, I actually thought of that because when I saw The Descendants, who I'd love to see again too, but uh, they did that. Chad jumped up and sang a couple all songs and then jumped off and Milo got back up. So. That's right. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, so I mean, D Crack is a yeah, cool answer. Work. You said it, so that's yeah, why that's I said fine. it. But maybe like, uh, I don't know. Like, I think it'd be Descendants is cool. Yeah, the, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to choose. It's hard, but I, I think I think bands will start. They'll have to start um, touring as soon as they can. I think. I think it'd be good. Yeah. Fine. Like. Yeah. I I, th- I think I think Windowsill. I don't think I'll ever see them. I don't think I'll ever have the chance. You know, they don't play very much. And yeah, I certainly don't play yeah. here. <laughs> did you hear the new Descendant songs? I did. I heard one of them on you or something on you in hindsight or something like that. Uh, I don't remember what it was called. And and honestly, I was at work when I heard it, so it was just sort of like it sort of came on my phone, and I I kind of put it up to my ear a little bit, and that's all I heard. And I just honestly, I kind of forgot to go back to it. So yeah, what did you think of it? Busy. Yeah, though. So- they're pretty good. Yeah, sounds typical Descendants. So, I think that they're coming out with a new album. Uh, I've heard that they're working on a new album for next year. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, nice. Cool. Yeah. When it comes to the Descendants, I I always prefer the old stuff. You know, I haven't. I don't love the new stuff. So. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and when I say that, you know, like even like ever everything sucks is sort of like middle to me. You know, so like everything before everything sucks is gold. Um. Everything sucks is kind of gold, and everything after is, it's hit or miss, you know? Not gold. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I do like Everything Sucks. Yeah. But that album, you know, so, you yeah. think about that album that came out in 96, dude. So it's 20, 24 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it's really weird because old. I didn't, you know, when I got into The Descendants, I was, I was, fairly young but they had been broken up for a while and they were still uh probably like three or four years from coming back so when they came back to me it was like holy shit like it's been so long since they played you know and and in reality it was only like eight years or something like that so i think about that now well their comeback was 24 years ago and they're still going now it's crazy it is crazy i saw it I think I don't know if it was their last Australian tour or it was the one before that, but um, yeah, it was packed. It was a big venue too. Was it a festival or just just a Descendants no, show? No. I, I did I did see them on a festival, 
where it was like, um, oh, what was it called? I think it was called No Sleep Till. And they had two massive uh, stages, both indoors and one like buildings off of each other. And one was punk and the other one was like uh, <laughs> metal kind of. So my wife was over there watching oh, who was it? Machine Head and, and bands like that. And then I was over there and Descendants were there, Gimme Gimme's, Dropkick Murphy's, Friends of Rum, Heaps, Bouncing Souls, I think. Um, so yeah, but I did see them after that at um, just at a normal a normal live venue in Sydney, which again big and packed, probably fifteen hundred, two thousand people type um, size. Wow. But yeah, um, they they all. But in Australia, bands like that are going to pull big numbers at big venues because you've got like you know, six cities in Australia, and they're all you know f- flights away from each other. So <laughs> when 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 a band comes to to Australia, they're going to play Sydney, and then they're probably going to go down to Melbourne, which is you know 900 kilometres in an hour and a half flight. So there's nothing in between for them to do. So you can't drive for a few hours and be in a new state and then play at a new town. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. When I saw them, they they weren't back. I mean, they were just getting back. They weren't on tour or anything. You know, it was like their first headlining show in ten years or some shit. And uh, it was that place holds like two to three hundred, so that was wow. really intimate and really insane, you know. Yeah, that'd be yeah. I'd love to see. It'd be great seeing bands like that of that size in small venues. Yeah. So your wife's a metalhead or what? <laughs> it's funny. So <laughs> she's it's yeah it's kind of how we met, but um she she's into um she plays. She's classically trained, yeah. So she's been playing violin since she was like four. So she plays in orchestras and and, and quartets and and uh, in the pit at musicals and stuff. And she loves classical music and she loves speed metal and metal <laughs> and not much in between. So <laughs> so not much at all in between. But yeah, her favorite band is this speed metal band from Japan, which I hadn't heard of. But they play like stadiums in Japan, and apparently they're quite big in. Only, only the US, US and and Japan and nowhere else. I hadn't even heard of them. So, <laughs> hmm. yeah. So, but yeah, and they've all got like the the eight, and they've been going for like since like the eighties. So they've all got like you know the the poison type hair, the hair metal bands. <laughs> so, and they as you and as you know, the Japanese when they do something, they do it. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's not like half. Yeah. yeah, I remember you sent me um, like a video or something like that. I think it was that must have been that band. Yeah, it must have been X Japan. I bet they're called. So it must have been. If it was that, it would have been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's it likes all the technical type music, whereas and then I'll play something. She goes, just all sounds the same. Yeah, that's the best thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she likes notes then. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't all that stuff. All right, man. Should we get to the topic tonight? Yeah, let's do it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Here comes the top eleven. The top eleven, top eleven, top eleven. Here comes the top eleven. All right, we are talking about our favorite live albums, top eleven live albums, and you know what? I I saw a post from you. I don't know, a while back, and you had said something about, um, I don't know, you posted about a, somebody's live album, and you said everybody should do a live album. I would love that to be a rule. It's Because a... I, 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 I do love live albums. I know some people don't like them. I, I don't 
and it's fair enough. But I um I love just hearing the difference how how they sound live. Some most of the time they're a bit quicker, and I know I love live albums. I always have, and yeah, I would love it if every band released a live album. I I am totally on board for that. I I do like live records um, when they're good. You know, there's a lot of I hear a lot of live shit, and it's like yeah, this kind of sucks. You know, so yep. I, I I like I like when you hear a live album and like maybe the queers and there there's no breaks. It's just like a full live set and Flat it's out. like, yeah, this kicks ass and, and yep. sometimes you're disappointed because like, well, why would they play this? You know, of course it's the queers, so you're asking, Why would they play this or why didn't they play that? And um but then there's there's other bands that they sing they might sing a, a line just a little bit different. And yeah, it's either like yeah, substitute words. Yep. Yeah, and it's either like you're kind of like sometimes it's well, well, that was cool, you know, that's different, and you really notice it. Yep. And then sometimes it's like, oh, well, that's that sucked, you know, because maybe they maybe they didn't say it right, or you know, they did it, and it's like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like when they um I don't like when they change songs like do massive different breakdowns or something in a song. And I don't, I don't like medleys either where they like mash three songs together. I was like, I want to hear that song. I don't want to hear 20 seconds of it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah all for live albums. Yeah, me too. And uh, I, there needs to be more of them because they're really, there really isn't that many. Yeah. And I think a, a lot of the bands, it's not hard to do. It's not expensive to do. They just need to get a set recorded properly and, get it you know i don't know what you do mixed and mastered or whatever and get it out there i would love how and i know i always mention them but a chick's dig it live album would be what like why hasn't that happened <laughs> i know there is there's a couple of live things out there um but a proper like set recorded live it'd be for me i'd love it oh yeah because they are one of the great live bands and yep. i, I it, it is baffling why they haven't done one so maybe maybe someday we'll get that, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's sure. I mean, I, I don't know, but I'm sure it's not that hard, and um, it'd be be great. I would imagine. I mean, not, they've been around yeah. a long time, Craig. You know, so I imagine they have to have some show in the last twenty five years recorded that they could, you know, spice up a little bit and and release it. Yeah, well, I'd be all over that. And heaps of bands too. It, loads of bands, current ones. Get it done. I'll buy it. Yeah. All right, man. You want to you wanna go first? You want me to go first? Up to you. I'm easy either way. I don't, I don't mind going first. I, it, I was, this was hard for me. Lead the way. Uh, I don't know how, how you went with it. So I, I got – the way I did it was probably got about about 20 uh, of the my favorite live albums, and I ruled out any duplicate – uh, so say if a band's got two <laughs> live albums, I regardless of how good they are, I pick my favorite out of those two, and the other one's gone. So I don't. I have only got. It, uh, I've got no. Like I don't have the queers in, you know, one to seven. Yeah. Because I don't know how many al- live albums they've got, but they've got <laughs> a lot. But I've got queers in there once. Okay. So I've, I've done it that way. It was also hard to to order them as well, and in, in the end, it's yeah, it's the ones that when I listen to them, I go yeah. Oh, this this one and I kind of grouped them at first and then I, I listened to them over and over and then I went no I like that one just a bit better but yeah that's how I did it anyway I don't know how you did it it was hard much harder than I thought though I uh well your first rule I broke that rule and uh of course all these are always they're always tough for me to to put them in some sort of a 
uh, an order, you know, from, I I always know my favorite and that's usually where I start. And then I just kind of drop the other ones where, wherever I feel they need to be. So yeah. Why don't you, why don't you go first, man? What do you got for 11? 11. So my number 11 is, um, Beatnik Termites live at the orifice. Nice. fun that would be to be at and yeah that's on clearview records which put out a, a bunch of my albums that i love yep all kinds of good shit yeah and that that was a cool pick this too yes yep uh um, what about you i you know that that made the uh the uh it was right on the edge it's on the list it's one of my uh, i had about 20 of them you know and uh yeah i kind of yep. went back and listened to it and you know it's right there it's a good one but um, I had to go with my number 11 is a band from Chicago and uh, a band that I don't talk nearly enough about. I love this band. They played my hometown a few times, you know, back in the day. And I'm talking about the Bull Weevils. Mm, okay. Yeah. I don't, nice. Are you familiar with the Bull Weevils? I, I have heard the Bull Weevils, yes. Yes. I, I haven't heard their live album. So the live album is really good. It's called Weevil Live, kind of like the uh, yep. the Misfits thing and it. They kind of mocked that cover up, and uh, yeah, it's just cool. I remember when I first got this; it must have been uh, I was I was probably maybe a year or two out of high school, and uh, yeah, this album kicks ass. And I think it was I don't know where it was even recorded. It's recorded in Chicago, I think at the Metro or something, which is a pretty big place. I don't know if the, like I I don't know if they were headlining or whatever, but um, yeah, it, it sounds fucking you know just tough as balls. I I, just, yeah. I love this band. I don't talk about them enough. And uh, there was no way I was not putting this one on the list. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'm going to listen to it. You should, Weave man. Alive, right? Yeah, Weave Alive. It's great. Cool. Check that out. So what do you got for number 10? 10. Okay, so number 10, uh, Travolta's Party. Does that count? It's live, right? Yeah, you know what? I didn't even think of that one. It's, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be live, right? <laughs> uh, it, well, it is live. It's recorded yeah. live at a party, it says. Yeah, so yeah. They kind of, yeah, kind of copied the Beach Boys the way they did it. But um, That's a I fun love it. one, can, man. I mean, it's obviously it's acoustic and stuff, but you can hear he's like the voice <laughs> and there's a few covers on there as well but you know yeah they still play a lot of the great songs like pray for sun and yeah i really yeah i, I like that i'll put that on when you know I, I don't want to be blasting something yeah that's a that's a fun one i didn't even think of it you know maybe it's because it's you know acoustic or whatever but yeah yeah that guy it's the only the only acoustic right that, that that's another band that if they released a live album with all their like their hits that would be killer yeah just to hear his voice oh he sings i mean it's not a studio trick man (laughs) i mean yeah i would love to hear a live album from them too you 
I don't know if I posted something or someone posted um, dying to do that with you the other day on the in the on the page. I don't know on uh, in the W room, and someone said they've seen him do that live. So it's definitely not a trick. He can just he can just sing. He's got the magic voice. Yep. All right. Um, my <laughs> my number ten is I, I should have put this a little higher. It's too late to change it, right? Well, you haven't said it yet, so. You can change anything. <laughs> no. Um, I had to go with the Mangies. Rocket to Hollywood. Rocket to Hollywood. You know, I love this record. I don't know why it dropped so so far, but I don't know. I think this was like, I think when I when I first did this, I, I just put it in somewhere and I didn't change it. I don't know. But yeah, what a great one, huh? It is great. What? Yeah. Um, it's a bit higher. It, it is in mine. It's in my top 11. Yeah. It's a bit higher up. But uh, yeah, that was one where I was like, this could be, you know, this could be right here, the top for me or, you know, but it's, yeah, it's, it's unreal. It's an unreal album. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, I don't want to say it's like a greatest hits for them, but yeah, they play a bunch of good ones in here. Uh, they play uh, Only Cool Girl and Lad Rock Grove, which sounds fucking awesome. It's my favorite Manji song and the, you know, the original recording, eh, you know, it's, it's okay. It's rough, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, live it's just sort of, it's all mangied out. So, sounds excellent. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why it dropped so far, but yeah, what a great one! And the album art is fucking stellar, dude. This just yeah, there's a, a few few versions of it, right? Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm I like the one where they're you know, I don't know what are they rats, or little cretins, whatever they yeah. are, and they it's all like monkeys or something. Yeah, maybe monkeys. I don't know what they are, but. That's my favorite one. Yeah, I think there's. I think maybe I'm talking about the wrong album, but I think there's uh there's three or four versions of that that artwork. But yeah, I think I've, I've got the one where they're all. I don't know what they are, and they're monkeys or something. Yeah, jamming out. It's cool. That was recorded in uh, 2007. And 2007. I, well, I'm trying to think. Is that? That's right. I think it was actually recorded in Hollywood, right? I think it was. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that was just a bullshit name. It was. So. Yeah, Rocket to Hollywood. No, no, no. Yeah, recorded. At Safari's Sam Hollywood, California. Yeah, and they were on tour with the Queers and the Methadones at that time. Can you imagine that show? <laughs> Unreal. I'd, yeah, it's another band that I'd kill to see, the Mangers, So, <sighs> Yeah, they're great, man. Yeah, here you go. Fight released with alternate sleeves. Uh, five of these were released with alternate sleeves. So, yeah, someone posted them on, in the dummy room, I think, of all the different versions. Someone's got them, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great album, though. 
All right, so... So that was your 10? That was my 10, yes. So what do you got for number nine? Nine. <laughs> so my number nine, I really like this, and they don't get mentioned that much, but Darlington, live Dallas 99. It's a Mutant Poppet release. Ah, okay, okay, yes. I have not heard that in yeah. a very long time. Yep. I would have to go back. How is it? It's been a long time. I really like it. Oh, yeah, I, I mean... I, does it sound good? I, I the like quality's Darlington. really good and shit? It does. The quality is good, yeah. That, that's that's big for me. Like, if something sounds... I think we've spoken about this before. If something sounds really rough to me, I go, ugh, kind of, I might skip, <laughs> it, skip on it. But this, yeah... Yeah, this is yeah good quality. I mean, it's mutant pop. So yeah, there's a bunch of songs, a few covers on there, but some of the big songs too. Like my favorite is Stonehill You from him. So yeah, that was my nine. I will have to go back and check that out. It's good if you want to hear songs about Jodie Foster. That's that's one of his best ones, man. Or uh, yep. Or uh, Lactation. They play that one on there. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, that's good. That's good. I fucking hate that Just one. Just looking at it now. <laughs> but yeah, that guy. Oh, he's got some. He's he's definitely got some. Um, he's got some hits and he's got some misses as well. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Overall, he's got, he's got a lot of good songs as well. Yeah, I mean, he's got some suspect lyrics, but man, that guy has an ear for melody. He really does. Yep. He was yeah. He could write uh, a catchy tune. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. My number nine. I know you're going to have this, and I know it's going to be way, way higher. I got uh, Live in 06 by Teenage Bottle Rocket. You're on my mind. You're on my brain. So you can go away, but it says you're driving me insane. You are the one. The one I think about.
Um, yeah, that, that is item on my list for sure. Um, it's a good one. Um, I don't know why. I I don't think it's... I think this is a true live album. You know, it doesn't sound fixed up much. Yep. At times, it sounds really good. The drums sound great. And it's a good song selection. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's all the old school, of course. All the old school songs on there, so it's great. It was recorded at the Jam Room. Yes, yes, which is... Uh, uh, the Lillingtons may have <laughs> done some stuff there. They did. Was it? And the queers, yep. and I don't know who else, but I don't know. I, I'd love to go there. I'd love to see somebody record there, just because I feel like, you know, from the queers suck this. It's just one of those places. Yeah. Like ah, oh, I'd like I'd like to go there. So, yeah. But uh, I always like the uh, I always like the cover. I always like the colors. Yeah. I think the red and the, and the black looked uh, really fucking cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good one. And Cody. It's it's almost all of total. I think. Uh, yeah, pretty much is. Um, yeah. Cody can fucking, he nails it live on this one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he always sounds that good, but he sounds really good here. Yeah, I think he always sounds pretty good yeah. <laughs> whenever I'm seeing I mean, and Ray as well, but yeah, Cody's Cody. Yeah. There you go, man. What's your number eight? Eight. My number eight, so I, uh, I didn't realize how many I had in my list and I, Ended up with uh, 13, right? 13 when I realized, when I thought I had 11. So I took this one, I took, I'll tell you what I, I did have there, but I took it out purely because I had too many. And as much as I love this band, they probably aren't as in the bubble as the rest of them. But the, the band that I cut out of here was Off With The Heads in Subfest 08 um, live album. So and I replaced, I moved into that slot. Sloppy Seconds, No Time for Tuning. Sloppy Seconds was sort of on the bubble for me. Yep. That's, I love that. that live. I mean, yeah, I'd love to see them. They're still going after all these years. So, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen them either. Cool. It would be super cool to see. I know there's people in there that, that are listening that, that have seen them and they're lucky. <laughs> yep. yep. Who'd you have? That was eight. Uh, so, what was that, eight? My yeah, my number eight is uh, uh, Apers live okay. at the El Dorado. Nice. I did, yeah, did not on my uh, top eleven. I like this record, dude. I I think, you know, I wish it had, you know, some of the older stuff on there, but um, I think it's still a good. It's a good song selection. Um, I don't even know when this was recorded, like two thousand and ten or something, maybe. I don't even know, but um, yeah, no, I think it's uh it sounds really good. Every time I listen to it, it's just like, damn, I wish I could have seen this band. I wish I still mm. could see this band. Maybe they will. Kevin, get it back together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're still going. Yeah. yeah, he sounds really good on this record. I mean, I see some stuff on YouTube and shit where it's, uh, you know, there's some stuff that's not as good quality. But, yeah, they got a really good recording on this. and Yeah. It's okay. cool stuff. Nice. That's your number eight. That was my number eight, yeah. So you want my seven? I do. Give it. Give me your seven. <laughs> <laughs> My seven is uh, the main just rocket to Hollywood. One, two, three, four. Yeah. 
this could easily have been way higher for me, but the rest going in are just like, you know, a hair away from each other. So Yeah, it is a, it is a really good one. And it's one of the first ones that came to my mind. Yeah, I don't know. I just dropped it a little yeah. bit too far, I think. Still made the top 11. That's pretty massive deal. <laughs> ah, number seven is a, is a record that I... This band is... I mean, they're definitely a punk rock band, and everybody knows them, and a lot of people love them. They're just slightly yep. out of our little bubble, you know? But this fucking album is... It sounds so good, and it's uh, it's face-to-face. We're face-to-face. Thanks a lot for coming out. Just, I, I think it's just called Live... I think it's from 90, 96 or 97, and I, I don't know if this is actually live because it sounds that yeah. good, you know? <laughs> but, man, it is it is like all the good face-to-face songs on one record. I remember when I first got it, I was kind of like, I loved the first face-to-face record. I really, I still love that. And then after that, it was kind of like, eh, I was in and out, you know? But then when I got this, it was like, it kind of, I just got back into them for a little bit, and I don't know, it's like a greatest hits for them, for sure. It's a little long, and I, like I said, I don't know if it's actually live, but whatever, it's still counts, it's great. Face to Face are a band that I do not know at all. I know one song from them, and everyone tells me they are unreal, and I've just never listened. I think I know that, I think one song was on some... I don't know if it was a, a fat or a warped sampler. It was called, uh, I think it's I've Got Nothing or I've Done Nothing or something. It's that, that's the only song yeah. I know. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. <laughs> but so many people have told me how great they are. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, see, I like, I like that first record a lot. And even like the, probably the first three albums, I like a lot, I guess. But after that, I haven't heard any, like a whole album that I really loved. And uh, yeah, they've got, you know, They've got really great songs, and then just sort of really, yeah. Actually, um, I think I think one of the guys in that band plays in Me First and the Gimme Gimme's, and we played with Me First and the Gimme Gimme's, and he was super cool. Ah, uh, what's his name? I, I, I think no Scott idea. or something, <laughs> but that's all I know. I think it's Scott. I think he's got a pretty famous brother or something. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, he. he I think I think one of the guys from Face to Face played played in the, with the Gimme Gimme's at the time. Uh, what do you got for six, man? Six. A Queers album, Ole Maestro. I, I nearly um chose uh, Live in Philly, but this one, I just, I listened to both of them twice each, and I went, no, nah, I'm going to give it to Ole Maestro, which is from 2013. It's like, there must be like 40 songs on there. Yeah, and that's on like some weird label too. Is that li- fucking A? Yeah, there's like, there is it's 40 a lot. songs I don't know on how that many thing, isn't there? Lot. Yeah, that's the really long on, one. I'll check out. So yeah, yeah. Th- thirty-eight songs on yeah. <laughs> something called Media David. I don't know what that is. I don't actually have that record. I think that was like a CD only release out of yeah, it's, I don't know like Spain, Spain or something. Yeah, it's out of Spain. Yes. Yeah, I don't have that. I know I've heard it, but I don't have it. I just um, I love I like I really like the live queer stuff because they they definitely don't fix stuff up. Like you can hear mistakes, which I think is good. <laughs> And <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, this one I, I really like. Yeah, Live in Philly is also was was on my list, and that's the one I just I don't know why I picked this one over it, but uh, yeah, I love the sound of this one. I have a uh, a queers record coming up as well, but it's neither of those. Ah, okay, nice. 
think I know, might guess. So, is that, so what's your six then? Uh, for number six, I had, this was tough for me, uh, I got Smoking Popes. Okay. And I got At Metro. This this is from 2005 or 2006, somewhere in there. Um, this came with like a DVD of the show as well, which I thought was really cool. So if you actually wanted to see them, you could. But if you didn't, you didn't have to. And uh, but they have a they had a live album from from like 2000, and I love that one too. So I had a really hard time deciding, and it was they're almost the sets are almost identical, and I think I went with uh, at Metro just because it had a better cover. I haven't listened to that, but uh. Yeah, I, I haven't listened. I don't think I've listened to much Smoking Popes at all. Yeah, great band. And I actually, the one from 2000, I saw them the night before they recorded that. Apparently, I saw them, you know. So somebody told me that. Somebody else that was at the show said, yeah, they recorded that album the night after this show. And I was like, I was at that show. And yeah, and that, that, was, the, uh, that was the second time I saw the Popes, and they were fucking great. I mean, they're still great, um, but yeah, that guy can fucking sing, and he is—he is one of my favorites to see live because he really mixes it up. And if you're not—if you don't know the Smoking Popes, like he's got this great voice, and he sings every song just slightly different, you know. Yeah. Uh, his his vocal phrasing—it just changes ever so slightly where. It's like, how the fuck do you do this? Yeah, great, great live band, and they they come across on on live album, you know, very very well. Another one for me to check out. There you go. What do you got for five? Five. Okay, five is uh, Bottle Rocket Live in 06 for me. Yep. Yeah, I was listening to that. The um, I, I listened to all these albums, all the ones that that were in my lists. I listened to everything and to try and get it down over the past week or so. But um, yeah. Live in 06, just, I mean, all the, the songs on there, they're just, uh, as, as I said, it's mainly, um, apart from a few, it's mainly Total, which is, for me, the thing that changed a lot of things when I first heard Total. I was like, well, I haven't heard anything like this in a little while. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brings back memories, that one. Yeah. It's, it seems weird because it, 
it doesn't seem like it was that old. Yeah. You know? But they're for for some reason they're a band that's I don't know they don't feel new, but just I don't know maybe it's their something about them just feels like they're 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 not that old. I can't explain it. Because they called teenage. It seem like, yeah, maybe it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that that is a good one. Um, but yeah, my top five are all really good. Um, I don't know how many of these you're gonna have. But um, my number five, I went with all no. that live plus one show, whatever you know. Yeah. Uh, what what the cool thing about that one is, you know, you flip the CD over, right? Was that the one you flip over, or is that one is it just had a double CD? I don't remember. But anyways, um, Descendants. There was Descendants a Descendants on the other show side? on the other side. Yeah, but I actually never listen. I don't really listen to the Descendants one much. I don't know why, but um, yeah, what. Uh, the all shit is like unbelievably good. Yeah, maybe that's. I, 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 do, I have, I do have this. Um, but um, yeah, I'm, it is. I think it's a double CD. Yeah, I, I think that's what I, it is. I don't know what I'm thinking. I think it's a double CD. But uh, yeah, I think um, you're right. Yeah, I like both sides of it. Um, one advantage of having you know recording dudes in your band yeah. is you can get <laughs> these great live recordings. Yeah, like this sounds so good chad chad sounds fucking stellar on this one and on the cover he looks like a fucking beast (laughs) i mean what a cool album cover you know just cartoon art but i mean they just look so uh just incredibly crazy (laughs) yeah but no this one is uh i i fucking love this record it is a true greatest hits for me for all and they just they do all the good shit and just some of those like skin deep just one of the greatest songs ever and she's my ex and they just sound a little bit better live you know originally the recordings are kind of eh you know the all recordings are kind of kind of shoddy i guess but yeah this is great yes <laughs> She's just my ex, nothing more, nothing less, she's just my 
Number four. four. Number four. This is a. This is. A, I hope this counts. See, it's a. It's a. It's a split, <laughs> and both bands do uh, do a live set on it. And this is purely. I mean, both bands are unreal, but D Cracks Motorburgers live split. Yes. It's on. I think it's on. It Surf, absolutely Surf counts. Key. Yeah. So if I had to choose what if you. If I had to choose one side of that, I'd choose that D-Crack side. Um, both great, but uh, that D-Crack set, you, you saw it on the, um, there's a video of it on YouTube. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah I've seen the video just, many times. It's just perfect. <laughs> it's, it's just, you could, I could listen to that over and over and not get tired of it. I think it's the YCR sessions. I think it's from 2011. Yeah, see, I I love that. It is one of the greatest things ever recorded. Yeah. Um, I love watching it because it's, it, it's like, those fucking dudes make this shit look so easy <laughs> and they're having a blast. Yeah. And, and you can tell I, I didn't want to put it on there. I don't own that record. For some reason, I never looked at that record. I never realized it was live. I think I just saw the, like the, the track listing before and it was like, Oh, it's, you know, I thought it was just, Got those, yeah. Yeah. I was like, ah, okay. Maybe it's, I don't know. I know those songs. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of weird. I just thought it was like a like a collector's thing or something. Until we did, I don't know. I talked about it on an episode once, and it was we talked about that thing, and somebody somebody commented that it was you know it was from the Murder Burgers split. It's like oh shit, I feel like an idiot. So <laughs> nice. But, and Mike, yeah, Mike's drum. <laughs> he is a he fucking great drum. drummer, dude. Oh, yeah, he can just yeah, <laughs> he can really drum. And make monkey noises. Yeah, he's really good at that. Yeah. So that, like, just watching them play that. I mean, I'll watch that, like, probably, like, once a month or so. And yeah. every time, it just kind of gives you goosebumps. Yes. And, I, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I would love to see that band. Okay, so my four is another great, great sounding record because of uh, because of one of the guys in the band. Any guesses? Uh, because of one of the guys in the band. Oh, okay. Um, 
<laughs> Descendants. No. Oh. Squirt gun. Ah, uh, okay. Uh they're they're broadcast. Um uh, you know. Yep. Two nine eight is Yep. So fucking good. I it love Squirt Gun, you know? I mean, mm. they're a great band. They have to be the most underrated, like, lookout band. And I, I don't know why. Maybe it's... maybe it's. I, I was trying to think the other day um, when I was listening to this, like, why is Squirt Gun, you know, not huge? You know? I mean, I, I know they, they were kind of a big deal, but they're not, they're not like, revered, like the queers or weasel or riverdales you know and i don't know if it's because of there's never been like a steady lineup you know they've had a couple different singers you know different drummers different guitar players you know there's it's like a different mass is the guy and then it kind of feels like he cheats because he's got the studio (laughs) yeah. <laughs> and <Well>. his <laughs> talent, you know, as as not just a bass player, but as as a as a producer and shit, where it's like, this isn't fair. <laughs> it's not fair that that guy's in a really good band, you know. But man, they had great fucking songs, and when you put them all in a like a live album like this, and have it sound as good as it does, this band should have been fucking huge. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I feel uh, disappointed right now that I. I forgot this because I've got this and it's such a good um, live album. And they, they do a, uh, I think they do, a, they do a common rider cover on it, yes. right? Yeah. Classic yep. classes of love and they rip it. They perfectly <laughs> nail it. Um, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's got, I think, yeah. Frederick's Frost is the first song, I think. And it just Absolutely. starts it off perfectly. Thanks again for coming out. We're Scorecard. all the hits and what's cool is because uh, i remember when i first heard it it's it's almost like i love putting like live shit on and not looking at the track listing sometimes then you're then you feel like you're at a show yeah you can't see the set you know because you're like (laughs) what's what's next you know and then oh fuck allergic to you oh this is great you know and then oh she's ohio Uh, you know and it's just like hit after hit after hit and they save like their two 
I, I would say their their most well known songs for the last two, Mary Ann and Social. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, like what a way to what a set. I mean, what like if you saw that, you'd be like, set. you know how it is. Sometimes you're watching a band, and it's like kind of like geez i gotta get out of here you know (laughs) but can you i mean just the the, and then they play something like if you were watching squirt gun and then you get to the last two songs and it's like oh shit you know just like this this recharge and then you want them to play more you know great fucking album i this was this initially was my number gonna be my number two yeah i completely missed this one it sounds it's so a, good. It does. It sounds. It sounds perfectly. Yeah, and that's. It ha- I and I. I wonder how much of this was touched up. You know, doesn't matter. I don't care. It's still a live record. Matter. Is a live record. Yeah, Everything is touched matter. up. You know. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter so, at all. So I. I've just always. You know, You always kind of wonder that. You know, because they play fucking perfectly through it. And it's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the energy level that they have, it's like God. I wish I could have saw that show because it looks like they're just tearing it up. Yeah, uh, I'm disappointed that I missed it, but oh well. All right, man, what do you got for number three? Number three, I had Ramones Loco Live. Who are the Ramones? The Ramones are the best group in the world. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, the, that's my favorite Ramones Live album. So they play very fast on it, which is what <laughs> I like. And uh, yeah, they've got a couple of good covers on there. Palisades Park, one of my favorites on that album, actually. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they 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 burn through a lot of fucking songs on that record. Yeah, and the, there's something in in that Palisades Park, the drumming, <laughs> like I don't know how he does it. This the, the hi hats and certain a couple of times in the uh, where he's I don't know what he's doing, but if you listen real close, you can hear some magic happening. <laughs> so that's one reason. Yeah. Just, yeah, I can't believe how they do it that quick, but yeah, Loco Live. Every- when I was in high school, I had a, I had a friend that, he he was a friend. He had a friend that worked at uh, one of the, the the record store here. And when the guy would go on vacation, he would bring all of his CDs over to my buddy's house. Yeah. <laughs> and he had all kinds of shit, like everything from Ramones to to Pixies to Fugazi to you know, uh, even stuff that I don't care about. But um, I remember he had. He had this in there. And this is, you know, I was probably like, you know, sophomore in high school or something, you know. And I remember hearing this and it was like, holy shit. You know, I couldn't believe how fast they played, you know, because I wasn't like, I wasn't really a Ramones fan at that time. So hearing this, it was just kind of like, damn, you know. Yeah, some of the some of the songs are like, uh, some of the songs have had like a minute shaved off them, which is a lot when the songs are, you know, two and a half minutes when they recorded on the album like it's crazy and this yeah there's also a stack of songs on there as well it's got everything yep yep so that was actually i heard that i i think i like i like it's alive a little bit more yep um but i actually honestly i left it's alive off it was on there and i took it off because i was like it's almost kind of obvious you know yeah i so. actually i went uh definitely like her life because it's faster and nate's gonna have it's alive. no i left it it was actually in there and i was like ah it was number three for a while and i was like ah i took it off because it was just i gave him the honorary pass you know of course i love that record it's it's one of the greats but uh my my 
three are more important to me than it's alive. Okay. So what you got for three? Ah, uh, I got suck this by the queers. Yep. That's, and, that would have been my guess when you said it wasn't uh Philly. So <laughs> Yeah, I love suck this so much. I remember when I when I got this, you know, I had the I had the picture disc. Mm-hmm. You know, mine was brown, you know, kind of brownish or whatever. I don't know how many of those things were made, but um I I used to play that fuck out of that thing. It's the perfect set, you know. It, it's weird because it it's a good mix, but they play a lot of those, you know, like it starts with like Squid Omelet and then uh, we'd have a riot and this place sucks. And you don't even get to like the big hits until like it's half over, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like I think Monster Zero and then like Noodle Brain Noodle and Brain. Granola Head. But they're like in the middle of the fucking album. Absolutely love it. I love watching this thing on YouTube. Yeah. The recording of it. Yeah, it is on there, yeah. Because it's just... But it really says a lot. I mean, it doesn't sound like anything's touched up. I mean, you can hear mistakes. And it sounds just so raw and perfect. Like, I saw the queers around this time. um, And I think the first time I saw the queers was 94. And... It just takes me back to that first show. Like, uh, even when I listen to this record, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm 16 again or 17, whatever I was, you know. Yeah. Another. I, I fucking Clearview, love it. Right? Another Clearview release. Clearview was yep. fucking unreal. Yep. So, that guy. Oh man, one of the greats. Todd, right? Todd. Yeah. Todd, yeah, legend. John. He's put out some. Yeah, as you said, some of the best. <laughs> Todd's even cooler than we thought. <laughs> yeah, selfless and, and selfless, clear view. Yep. Selfless was, I don't know, when I first, 
I remember getting those old catalogs and shit from uh, Skullduggery. Yeah. And and there was always like some highlighted little, uh, you know, some little highlight. Like the Queers or the Lillingtons were, you know, about the new record and stuff. And it was just so exciting because it was like, oh, Selfless's name on it. It's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was like Lookout, but it felt a little, it feels a little more special than that now because there wasn't so much. You know, it, there wasn't a hundred fucking selfless releases, you know? Yeah. No, he's definitely, he definitely he's, uh, put some some of the best out. Absolutely. Yeah, just think without that. I mean, he started the Ramones tributes, which yeah. were cool. Uh, regardless of what anybody thinks, they're cool. And uh, uh, Lillington's. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's put some, yeah, beating termites, bottle rocket. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Fairmounts. Yep. Yeah. That album's cool as shit. Cool stuff, man. So, number two for Craig two. is... Okay. My number two is Huntington's Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Nice. Yep. yep. Didn't, it's right there for me. I was like, ah, I kind of kicked myself. I should have had it, but nope. Yeah, it's... um, it's, Yeah, another, another one of those albums where is it... And I know some of the, some of the things in here. I think the first thing I asked you is, are we allowed to do the the fake live albums? Because I think I've got a few of those in there, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I think this is one of them, right? I think Cliffy or someone I, I, said that. I think was. so. Yes, it's just basically yeah. recorded live, and they had uh, had some. I think was it Ramones cheering or, or <laughs> ambient crowd noise or something? He said. Yeah, I don't remember. If it, was it Ramones or Kiss? Maybe it was Ramones. I don't, I don't know. know. Actually, yeah, I'm not sure. Might, I don't know, but uh, whatever it is, it's uh, I, I love it because it's it's yeah, don't care if it's if it's recorded in a in a, in, a, in a studio live. It still sounds you've got that it's got that live feel to it, and like they're playing a set, they just go from one to the other, and they've got that talking in between. So, I mean, it, it's it sounds live, but at the same time, you, it, it is one of those records where you're like, is this really live? <laughs> you yeah. know, it's got yes, yeah, it's, it's got something. Some of the songs are Alison Sabon, Genie Hates Ramones. So, yep. What year is that from? Is that like 2000? Is it the um, I think it's, it's earlier. Be. I think it's earlier. I don't know. 98, 99. I'll check. January 99, to the nail records. It was recorded live without an audience in Delaware. Cool. Yeah. 22 songs, and it probably probably rolls in in about 24 25 minutes <laughs> yeah there's only a few in there over two minute, minutes in length i think yeah
Number two, I got uh, Descendants, Hall Raker. Yep. Uh, I thought that would be your one. We may have the same number one then. This, Hall Raker is fucking, I love this record. I th- this is from 88, and I don't know what to say, man. I mean, it starts out with not my favorite Descendants songs, you know, like gl- Global Probing and My World and Hurt and Crew. It's like... When you're a band, you got to be good to start a start a show with those three songs and get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not they're not my favorite songs. You know, it takes a while to get to, to to get to the good shit. But when you do get there, you know, like I like Hey Hey and Kabuki Girl and shit. But you, at at a point, you get to Pep Talk and Jealous of the World and Christmas Vacation all in a row, and it's 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 really like God damn, this band nobody touches this band. And it's a weird set because they, like I said, they do Christmas Vacation, but then into, into food and then Iceman and then back to, to greatness of good, good things. So they, they really go all over the place. And that was 32 years ago. <laughs> Is that? Damn. And it sounds great, though. You know, I wonder how much, you know, I don't know who, who touched this up or anything, but I imagine Bill had a little bit in input on it, you know? Yeah. But um the album art is cool as shit. I've always loved that, you know. Yes. You know the yellow with the the dude in the middle obviously closing his ears and yeah, it's it's, Noise coming it's in, just yeah. I thought it yeah, I thought Descendants to be your number 1. So What's your number 1? 1. Well, you can guess, right? Uh is it Descendants? No, it's not. My number oh. 1. Now, <laughs> probably get some stick about this, but it's I just every time I played this, I'm like, oh, this is just this nothing for live, nothing beats this for me, and it's brain that wouldn't die. Ah, Ben, ben Weasel, like Ben Weasel release, but it's uh, you know, it's for me my favorite Weasel album, and it's live, so it doesn't get much better for me. And just I could another album I could just play over and over and not get sick of. Yeah, so it it was on my list. It wasn't nearly that high, but I took it off because I don't know why I took it off, honestly. I went back and I listened to it, right? Yep. And it always kind of bothered me <laughs> that they put cool kids on there. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know they, they didn't want to do a cover. I get it, you know. But it was like, why that song? <laughs> I don't know. But it does sound good. I love the uh, 
I love the the beginning, you know, um, ladies and gentlemen, the grouchiest man in the world, (laughs) Ben Weasel. That is like the the best intro ever. Ladies and gentlemen, the grouchiest man in the world, Ben Weasel! Yeah, it's the best record ever, you know, recorded live in 2000, I don't even know, 2010? 2009? Nine, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the only thing that I didn't, I don't know. There's something about it that that putting cool kids on there, and I think like this ain't Hawaii's on there too, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of weird. So, cause yeah, they didn't put Fathead on there. Why did um? Do you know why it was released under Ben Weasel, not Screeching Weasel? Was that a legal thing or? I, I have no idea because that lineup was Screeching Weasel yeah. at the time. Yeah. Or actually, maybe. Um, well, Vap- I don't know. Vapid's that, obviously I'm, on there and. Yeah, Vapid and Justin. Justin was in Screeching Weasel and John Phillips um, the drumming. Jo- yeah, see, that's the thing. I don't know if John, I don't know if John was technically in Screeching Weasel. So maybe it was just a, a Ben Weasel thing. I don't remember. If ACDC can tour as ACDC with Axl Rose singing, <laughs> then they can be called Screeching Weasel for that album. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I have a feeling that maybe maybe it did have something to do with the name, and I don't know. And then they they left off like Fathead, and I think Jughead wrote Fathead, didn't he? Maybe I'm mistaken there. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't. I always wonder why it's not a screeching weasel. Yeah, it's a good question, yeah. man. I don't know. Next time he's on, you'll have to ask him. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that happens again. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. My brain hurts is unreal. So um, I, I thought when, when I yeah I thought then you must have had that for your one but obviously I'm in for a surprise. You are, but I I've actually already hinted. I said you, your your first rule was you can't have a band twice. Yeah, twice, okay. And this is where I broke it. <laughs> no, my number what one is, is uh, Descendants Livage. <laughs> yep. I couldn't make up my mind, dude. I was just like, I'm going through and I'm like, oh, I love Hall Raker. And then I really look, and then I put on Liveage, you know, it's like, wait a second. <laughs> Liveage is better, you know? Yeah. And I was like, but I really love Hallraker. I don't know. But there's no fucking way I was, I, I couldn't decide. And I, I, I honestly, I don't think anything's better than either one of these records. Like, I think, I think they set the bar for live records. Yep. They're definitely talented. That was 33 years ago. <laughs> yeah, 33. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, recorded at uh, First Avenue in Minneapolis, I believe, um, which is cool. I this record they they sound so good live, but you can tell it's live. Like Milo does just enough yeah. to know that he to let you know that he ain't fucking. This is this is live, you know. Yeah. Um, absolutely love Liveage, and I I think you know I love it when a band can can name a live record and have it kind of mean something yeah. more than you know just like not 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 knocking a bottle rocket but live and you know live 06 well that's kind of generic you know yeah, yeah you know like weevil live obviously there's a misfits play there that's cool um you know even if they name it like live at metro or wherever that's pretty cool but to to pull off liveage, liveage you know yeah. it's just so fitting it's great. Yep. 
yeah, hands down, this this sets the bar for all live albums for me. More so than it's alive. I'll say it. It's it's better than it's alive. Is this? Is that the one? That's <laughs> that's not the one with uh, where they cover the Beach Boys. Uh, which one? Li- Liveage. They they do. They do Wendy on. Ah, it is Liveage. Okay. Yeah, and that sounds so good it live. It does. I didn't think yeah. it was on Liveage, but yeah, that that cover's great. Liveage is, it's unbelievable because this is where they really, to me, they they skip like it's almost every other song is like a total hit. Like, I'm not a loser. Well, I love that song too, but like, I'm not a loser to Silly Girl, to I Want to Be a Bear, to Coolidge. So I don't know. I mean, I like all their shit, you know, but it's like, it's not like three kind of aggro songs in a row and then three hits and then three, you know, it's like, it's really well mixed. And this one, they do Silly Girl and they do Clean Sheets, so it's just better. Love it. I'm not a huge Descendants fan. As I said, I've seen them a couple of times, and I yeah. do like a couple of their albums. Um, I even like their their latest one. But, um, yeah, it's funny. The Descendants um, are one of the, the bands where everyone's uh, like everyone raves about goes to college, and I, I tried it. I'm like, oh, the recording quality for me makes me hard <laughs> to, get, to get through. So, and what... For me, if something doesn't sound, I mean, it is, obviously it's a classic album. If if things don't sound, and I also know it was well, almost forty years ago that that was probably recorded, but you know, if it doesn't sound great to me, then I'll kind of skip out over it. I heard a dog barking. Did you hear that? 
Yeah, what's his name again? I forget. Meatball. <laughs> Meatball, and he's like a little boxer, right? He's a bulldog. Or bulldog, yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Sorry, 3.15, so it's 3.15 Thursday <laughs> afternoon here, is uh, the school bus pulls up out the front of our house, and our my kids get off it. So he's normally I meet them out there with him. So he's probably at the front door thinking, why aren't I? At the bus stop, so yeah, he'll stop in a second. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I can barely hear you. Can barely hear. It's cool. Um, Descendants albums. I, I have said what my least favorite Descendants record is uh, of the like of the early shit, at least you know. Um, and I swear it was like borderline death threats via messenger. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like people are so passionate about this band, but I'll say it again: Milo goes to college is their worst album before everything sucks (laughs) (laughs) i i think i think cool to be you is probably their or or hyper caffeine is their worst but Mm -hmm. um yeah milo goes to college i mean i love it too i love that record it's just not it's not up to par with anything after it so this is and this is where i sometimes mess up because someone will go best or, you know, most popular, best uh, Descendants album is, and they'll, Milo Goes to College will come up. I mean, and that artwork on it, like that classic artwork, I go, so it must yeah. be. And I'll listen to it in like three, and for me, if someone gives me an album, you got three songs. <laughs> if I'm three songs in, and I'm going, I, no, <laughs> then it's over, right? <laughs> and I, I, that's one that I did this with. And so, it, I, do, I mean, I, I would have listened to a couple of the albums after, but I, yeah, it's probably why i'm not a massive descendants fan even though they're as good as they are it's probably because of, yeah would have been because of that yeah i i mean i i think that's that plays into it is is like it's just known as one of their is is the album you know probably because the artwork is so iconic on that one yeah. you know but i mean there's really i don't know i mean i i like it like i said but it's not even close to even the next record i don't want to grow up but you know i mean that that album is much much better and that album is is i mean good good things and silly girl are on that and and can't go back and i don't want to grow up just it's it's a really good record um but then when you get to enjoy that's that's where the shit gets real for me and and that's got wendy of course the beach boy song and sour grapes and get the time and cheer Uh, it's just it's really good and since we're talking about after that is all, and all is to me just a masterpiece, <laughs> even though it does have some goofy shit on there, you know. But um, I think the goofy shit, like schizophrenia and stuff, um, just kind of it kind of just like showcases their talent as they're not just a punk band, you know. They can fucking play. Mm, no, yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, people will definitely be freaking out because yeah, they don't like to hear that Milo goes to college is not the best. <laughs> I've, copped, I've copped it before from when I was on the first. No, I wasn't on it. Um, the, the, remember the I sent in my top 11 Chicks Dig It songs, I think it was, early yeah, yeah, on? Yeah. yeah, even from that I was copping it, mainly from from, from you. But, uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I got it as well from a few people. Sorry. And, yeah, so well, that's the way it is. <laughs> well, that, that, but that's, to me, that, that speaks volumes about a band when people argue about, the catalog a little bit like you're fucking crazy this is way better you know that just that just means that they had more than one album or you know a handful of songs yeah that's what does it you know like screeching weasel oh my god people start arguing about screeching weasel it's insane it's just like oh man 
Yeah, you, you see it all the time. You see it all the time. I mean, I get it. Like, you you love Anthem. That's your favorite. Or or maybe even, you know, Bark Like a Dog or How to Make Enemies. I understand. They're, they're great albums. But when I, the only thing that I don't understand was I've heard, I've seen people say they don't like My Brain Hurts. And it's like, how can you not even like, yeah. how can you be a Screeching Weasel fan and not like that record? It just, yeah. That just doesn't, yeah. I can't fathom that. So Yeah, people do it for... People do it for Just everyone. Be different. Like, yeah, and I think people also, some people say, like I like the, for example, if someone goes, what's the best Bottle Rocket album, they might say Another Way, and which is a great album, but I don't think it's <laughs> their best, but they might no. be saying that to say, look, like I, I, I knew them when they were <laughs> before then, and yeah, people might do that, but yeah. Yeah, I like the early stuff. Yeah, because I was there from the yeah, beginning. That kind right. of attitude. Yeah, that's stupid. You know, the the correct answer there is total, though. By the way. Yeah, I, I, for me, if I had to, <laughs> if I could only listen to one Bottle Rocket album for the rest of my life, and I couldn't listen to any of the others, it'd be Total. Not because they're musically the best, or it's the best sound production on there, which I still think is great. But for me, when I first heard that and it was the first song i heard off it was radio when i first heard that i went oh i didn't know what to expect i just pressed play and i was like i, I couldn't believe it i was like it's like someone hit me and then I, I straight away walked over to justin because i was working with him at the time and said uh, justin from you know batfoot the remingtons and i went listen to this <laughs> and it was like something that like a new band that i hadn't hadn't heard doing that in in, in years and, and that was it that was, I was straight onto it, straight away got the shirt and ordered the album uh, from, yeah, and yeah, still got that shirt. I had it on, the, actually, I think it was in that um, in that T-shirt thread that I put up in your, in the W room Oh, page. that's the one, huh? Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was looking at the shirt going, this shirt's 15 years old. I've got shirts older than like twice the age of my kids. <laughs> How is that? <laughs> I was uh, I was talking to Rookie Rochelle the other day. And um, we were talking about um, Sounds Rad Records, and you know yep. how they do all the uh, basically Mr. T Experience record label, yeah. and uh, they're they're doing some shirts, and it's like I was I don't know we were talking about it, and I was like, I still wear my MTX Songs About Girls shirt, you know, that I got from Lookout. Yeah, I uh, tw- I don't even know twenty. 22 23 years ago i still wear that fucking shirt you know (laughs) and i've noticed that the like one of my armpits has just like a finger size hole in it now you know but i don't really i don't really wear it around it's kind of like it's a little tight on me now i i kind of it's usually like under a sweatshirt at work or something you know or around the house kind of shirt but the graphics are still they're still intact they're actually perfect because i don't like i like that worn cracked yeah that that it's like aged, you know? Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's definitely cracking, but I still I still wear that shirt and it's like I don't even I wouldn't even want a new one. I mean I kinda would, but I I, I have some major attachments to that shirt, you know? Yeah. Yeah, my, my bottom a few of my shirts are all cracking, but you know, some of the some of the <laughs> shops are selling those worn shirts now for, for um like, you know, you see the Beatles and A C D C shirts that looks like they've been worn for fifteen years and they're selling them, so yeah, it's what what's weird to me is I get I get shirts now like I have shirts like that are twenty some years old and I still wear them they still fit you know or relatively they're close enough you know um, but then I'll get a new shirt somebody will send me a shirt or something 
and I wear it one time and then it gets washed and suddenly it shrinks. Yeah, I hate that. Like, I don't know what it is. Like how do how do I keep a shirt for 20, 25 years almost and have it still fit and the shirt I get yesterday fucking shrank already? Yeah, it I hate makes that. Sense. Uh, yeah, it's just um, I think they just maybe use a different band who's Gildan and they seem to be tried and tested. But uh, yeah, I've, I've had it before where you order the same size as well and you go, there's no way this is the same. <laughs> this is either way too small or way too big. But um, yeah, yeah, I've, I've had that. It's annoying when that happens because you get a really nice shirt or cool shirt and you go and then uh, it doesn't fit. We're wearing this. Yeah. Bed. Yep. Yeah. I, I, my, my bottle rocket shirt, my old one, you know, that total shirt, you know, Yeah. Uh, I had a black one and I remember I got it and I wore the shit out of it. And then all of a sudden it, I don't know, sometime at some point it shrank and it became like this, it's like belly shirt, you know, nice. you <laughs> and, and I don't do, I don't do the belly shirts, man. No, you know what you can do? Get a like a get a knife or scissors and you cut up about six inches in like a half inch strips all the way around. Look unreal. No, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> I can try it, but no, it's just it just got too small. Have you ever rebought a shirt? Um, like the same design. I have on. I think one shirt. Um, I'm sh- yes, I have. I know I have, and I'm trying to think of what I did it on. I bought, um, I, I've had it a long, long time, but I bought a new one of it not long ago, or maybe, maybe not long ago, maybe a year or so ago now. Do you know the Mangers one, Punk Rock Veterans with a gun on the front? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've, I have, I've still got both of them. One's like a faded light blue now that looks almost denim, and the other one's navy. So <laughs> Cool. Yeah, yeah no, I, have a, I have a navy one. Yeah. Um, but they gave it to me for free. And it was kind of small. Oh, really? <laughs> so, I, yeah, but it was back when I was a little bit, you know, a little bit more fit, you know, so I could pull it off. It was it was pretty short, but it was the Mangies, you know? Yeah. And it was just like, I don't know, like, I, this was like 98, 99. So, um, I don't know, when you wore a Mangy shirt around, it was like you, you were definitely in a different club, you know? Like if you saw somebody wearing a Manji shirt, even today, if you see somebody, it's unreal. But 20 years ago, if you saw it, it's like, yeah, that guy's cool. <laughs> you know, you could definitely point it out. So when I wore it, I, I didn't even care. But um, I still have the shirt. It's just way too small. You know, yeah. I would like to just give it to my kids, you know, like, here you go, Lily, wear, wear a Manji shirt. But at the same time, I don't want to get it wrecked. You know, yeah. I can have this like weird <laughs> attachment to that shit. Yeah. So um, Lily, actually, the other day. Um, my, my wife called me, I was at work and she's like, do you have any, uh, do you have any small, um, Hey pizza shirts? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. So Lily pulled one out and I got home and she was wearing it. That's so she, 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 yeah, she was pretty happy with it. I was like, you know, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's awesome to see that. Yeah, but I've got all kinds of old shirts and most of them are either still like way too big. Like I used to get those free extra large shirts. Like yeah. people would send me like friends of mine would send me like here's a shirt and it's like do you even fucking know me you know <laughs> like I you know like I'm not an extra large you know I've never been an extra large so whatever yeah. but um I've owned the same screeching weasel shirt I think in just different colors but yeah. um yeah. yeah you know that that classic, classic I used to have a white I used to have a white one with like the blue weasel or the weasel was black but it said screeching weasel in blue yeah, and I, um, I I have a black one now. Yeah, that white with the black, that sorry, the white with the blue is the the classic of the classic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
I used to have a um, uh, a, a, an anthem shirt, a white anthem shirt. And that was the first like screeching weasel shirt I ever had, and I wore the fucking shit out of that one. <laughs> that one, like that shirt. I don't know. It must have been a really cheap one or something because it turned like to like you know toilet paper thin for a while there. Whereas like, how is this still? you know, wearable, <laughs> like yeah. it was like see-through and shit. So it was, it became like an over shirt with a shirt under it, you know? Yeah. Hi, this is Ronnie Barnett from the muffs and you are in the dummy room. Stick around. It's fun here. So definitely a fun list. I've been I've been wanting to do the live thing for a while, and uh, it's just one of those cool ideas that's that's just been on the back burner. And it, you know, you were coming on. You love live albums, and it, it just seems like everybody wants to see live music again. So maybe yep. maybe that's maybe that helps people. You know, go back and find my list, find Craig's list. You know, put them on, and uh, yeah, enjoy, dude. I think um the good thing that I'm looking forward to as well is. People are going to give, like people are going to give um their favorite live albums. So give us, give me anyway, some other things to listen to. So give me some of your uh, runner-ups, man. You got any? Yeah. Um. So as I said before, off with the heads. I know you you haven't listened to them a whole bunch, and I don't know why they get. They've always been one of those bands that got lumped in with um with the full pop punk, and I, th- I don't know why. I think like the remember the insubordination fest was like pop punk heaven and. Off of the heads always seem to play on it, and they're not. I don't know. I, I've never been able to. I guess the same as the nobodies. The nobodies also. Um, they get. Maybe it was the affiliation with Joe, um, in on their early stuff, but uh, they also get um, put in the same group, even though they really they're not. And that was yeah. my number. That was that was who just got beaten out by beatnik termites. Was nobodies live at the Fireside Bowl. Um, that's that's a, a release on a seven inch, and um, it sounds it's definitely live. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely live. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, as I said, it doesn't matter how. Like, I, I love it if it's live and it sounds live. That's all I care about. So yeah, nobody's live at the Fireside Bowl was one that um, yeah, the one that just missed out for me just because I had too many and off with the heads in subfest. Yeah, but about you, oh, there's other ones as well, which I mean, they aren't. Like the friends were wrong. Have got a uh, like biggest Australian punk band ever. Uh, friends were wrong. Have got a live album. Well, yeah, live a live album called Mungrel, which is um something that I love and I've still got it. And um mm-hmm. yeah, and I didn't I didn't obviously didn't count any of those you know the huge the huge bands that have got great live albums like you know MXPX and so on it's like their old MX was like at the show and that that's a good one. But I only. Uh, yeah, I only really counted at the, uh, the the stuff in there what we listened to. What about you? Uh, I'm I'm surprised. Before we before we got on this, I was telling you about one that I couldn't find, and I hadn't heard for a while. And that was, uh, and I'm surprised you didn't have this. Hanson Brothers, it's a living. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's no, a that's it's good. I just like I said, I hadn't heard it for a while, and and I couldn't find it, so I just I just left it off. Yeah, but I, definitely a cool band. Yeah, I do have it. Yeah, and no, I didn't didn't have that one on there, so that one. Makes um, sense. Uh, what else did I have? Uh, 
Termites, of course, Sloppy Seconds, uh, that other Smoking Popes, uh, Boris, uh, Dillinger 4 had a great live album, um, Parasites had a good one, and uh, The Replacements, dude, and they're, they're kind of outside the bubble I get. Uh, my actually, my favorite Replacements associated live thing is this, uh, I don't know, are you a big Replacements fan, Craig? No, no, not really. Um, haven't no. listened too much, um, too much to them at all. Okay, I I have like a bunch of like you know bootlegs and shit of uh, replacements and Paul Westerberg, and I have this. Um, it's I think it's called Gravel Pit. It's this Westerberg live CD, and I think it was recorded in, at the Troubadour, and uh, that I fucking love that thing because it's all the great Westerberg songs, just kind of you know, kind of a little bit of balls behind them. So yeah. But that's not an official release, and it's it's a little out of the bubbles, so just leave it off. But yeah, st- I love the replacements, though, man. Yeah, and I also had dwarves uh, up there as uh, well. But yeah, they got I think they got a couple. Um, but yeah, dwarves were in the mix as well. And there was yeah, when I was going through them, I was thinking of bands. I think do they have a live? And we go, I don't think so. And why don't they? Why don't they have a live <laughs> yeah. album? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it would be, I don't know, maybe maybe those days are over, but it seems pretty easy, you know, like you play a show, you, you, you know, you set up the equipment beforehand, so you kind of check your levels, you play, if you play good and it sounds good, you got a really cheap recording. Yeah. So, I, I don't know, it seems like a no-brainer, but I don't know. I think a lot of people, you know, they don't sound as good recorded live. You know, because you hear some shit like direct from the board. Like I've heard a lot of tapes like that, and it's like yeah. that doesn't sound so good. You know, like I've seen that band or I was at that show, and yeah, sometimes it's just hard to pull off. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, I, I once you've got a good live recording, it's a it's something that you can play over and over, and it captures that live the feeling. So that's a that's a label idea. Just do like for someone starting a label. Just do live albums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, easy. So, yeah. I, I I'd probably do one if it was good. You know, I'd do a chicks dig at one or something for sure. But <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> of course, but uh, but you know, I mean, yeah, as long as they're good, why not? Yeah, uh, especially there's... right now. Like, I wish I had. You know, I wish like bands right now were putting out. Like, maybe Chick Stiggett has a really good show, like, even videotape from, you know, like a like a late 90s Calgary show, you know, like a, like a home show, and they just fucking tearing it up, and the crowd's going nuts. Like, it'd be cool to have something right now when people want live music. Uh, yeah, so that was a fun edit no one will ever hear. So, anyways, dude... Um, I, I got to get going. It's kind of late, but um, have a good day, the rest of your day. And, dude, you got to come back sometime more often than, you know, seven, eight months. I'd love to. It's honestly a highlight. Like being, Yeah, I love the, the podcast and the, the page. So, yeah, anytime you you want or you run out of no one else wants to do it, I'm happy to, to, to jump in and talk with you. Thanks oh, so man. much, mate. I, I, I love having you on, and uh, you've, you know, I consider you a friend, and, 
you're hilarious and uh you send me shit that makes me laugh makes my day some days and uh <laughs> you send me some great you got any good jokes you can tell to uh, lead us out i don't no i don't no i don't have any i don't think so every once in a while you send me jokes and it's like <laughs> i never know if they're gonna be like kid friendly or not so much yeah, so I I, like I gotta kind of hold it close to my ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always uh, mindful. So, <laughs> but yeah, I no, I don't have any jokes. Sometimes I just talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just you know I send you voice messages sometimes because I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's easier to than than typing. But yeah, not at the moment. <laughs> Sorry. Do you have any? Uh, I I don't. You know, yeah, I'm not good with jokes. Like I hear them a lot, and it's like I gotta remember that one, and I always forget it. <laughs> I just have my go-to joke, but I've told it too many times on the show. So, you know, the one about the whore and the onion? The what? <laughs> the no, whore I, and the onion. I, what's, uh, I, I believe, yeah, I have heard this, but I, I can't remember it. What's the difference between a whore and an onion? Go on. Nobody cries when you cut up a whore. Okay, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad, but <laughs> it's just bad. one joke that it's just, I don't know. Because that's, that's my, if I tell that to somebody and they crack up, then I like them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they have a sense of humor, you know, whether or not it's right or wrong, I, they have a sense of humor. Some people just That's not right. give me the look and it's yeah. like, fuck <laughs> off, you know? Yeah. You're, you're too uptight for me. Just relax. You know, it's a joke. The first joke you sent me was about a, a sheep. A sheep? Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that yeah, one. I, I, I that don't one remember enough. it, but um, I, I kind of remember the punchline, but that's I don't remember the image in the middle bit so <laughs> yeah yeah i re- i remember that one and I, I can't do it unless i practice because I, i'm not good with voices and stuff yeah. and i i can't do the 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 bah part very well sometimes <laughs> but yeah i do remember that one yeah. yeah so all right man well this was uh it was fun this was episode 130 um i'll have you back i swear um just tell me whenever you want to take a day off and we'll we'll we'll, we'll make it happen dude and I uh, can't wait to hear new Remingtons. So once it's up or once it's done, you got to send it to me first, hopefully. <laughs> Promise. Um, Promise. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. But uh, take care. Go listen to some metal with your wife and eat some Japanese food. Yeah. And I don't know, man. Uh, play with your dog or something. All right. I will do. Meatball. <laughs> Meatball. Is he named after the movie? The movie? Yeah. Meatballs. You guys have meatballs uh, there? Oh yeah, no, we, uh, no, I don't even know if I've seen it. We um, when we were looking at the dogs, um, we got because it was middle of COVID, you couldn't go to the to see them, and um, the lady sent us photos, and my daughter goes, "It looks like a meatball," and that was it. <laughs> it stuck. And then it, I thought it was a good idea until you know I'm at the beach and I'm going meatball, meatball. People are looking at me like oh, he's lost <laughs> his mind, and yeah, so <laughs> yeah, and. Yeah, then, you know, Adam Sandler had a bulldog called Meatball as well. And Adam Sandler, as you know, I watched Little Nicky yesterday. Oh, yeah, what a, what a classic, huh? I'm going to yeah. watch that. I'm going to watch that coming up here. So oh, have you watched I haven't his, seen that have for a while. Have you watched the new one? Have you watched his Halloween movie? You know what? I haven't. You've got to. Oh, got to. I know, I know. Halloween's I turned it on the other night. I turned it on just like maybe three nights ago. Yeah. And, uh, and, um, I knew I wasn't going to be able to uh, dive into a movie very long, but I was just like, turn Netflix on, and I hit play, and I just wanted to kind of see what it was like. Yep. And uh, right away when Ben yep. Stiller's on there, I'm like, this is this is going to be fucking unreal. Yes. And Eli, Eli was there, and of course, 
uh, yeah, that got called off pretty quick. Yeah. And uh, Eli was Eli was bummed. He thought he was going to get to watch it, but yeah, There's so many throwbacks in that. There's, as, as you know, Ben Stiller <laughs> is the same character. The mum, the uh, grandma from Happy Gilmore's in it. So many throwbacks. I can't and believe she's only, still alive. I know. I didn't know. I didn't know she was. And they went, "Hang on, that's her. That's her." <laughs> and um, yeah, he does the dodgeball thing. You know, remember in uh, Billy Madison, you're all in big trouble. He does that again? Oh, yeah. It's just so many throwbacks. You got to watch it. And it's Halloween, right? It's, yeah, I'm gonna it's... I'm gonna watch it, dude. I'm gonna watch it um, very soon. I'm a little behind on shit, but I'm gonna watch that, and then I'll watch Borat, and then we'll have a nice discussion <laughs> about it. All right. So. All right, dude, but I'm going to get out of here. So until uh, next time, take care. All right, have a good one, And man. everybody out there, thanks for listening. Uh, comment, share it, whatever you got to do. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Mask on.